those of you who know Rick DeBose, uh, who speaks a lot on leadership and courage and authenticity, he asked our class the first day, he said, how many of you guys went into veterinary medicine because you like animals more than people? You know, the whole, like most of the class like raised their hand. And then he said, well, how many of you have ever seen a dog or cat pay their bill? And we were like, oh, that's a really good point. It's like, it's a people business. So I started thinking about it. I think around that time when I was already in vet school and I realized I'm, I'm here and I get to make a difference in people's lives because I truly and fundamentally believe that pets make people better humans. So in many ways, it's, it's how I give back to the world by being a veterinarian and part of the profession. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Courtney Post, and this is Let's Bet Together by Suveto, a show where we'll be highlighting stories of growth, ownership, and well-being in the veterinary industry and having real conversations about how we can make veterinary medicine better for everyone. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We're glad you're here. If you've already been a part of our community, make sure to follow us on whatever platform you're listening from and give us a review to let us know how we're doing. We really appreciate you for coming back. Welcome to Let's Vet Together. Before we dive into our conversation today, I want to introduce our guest and give her some time to share a little bit about herself, as well as a local treat uh, that uh, has been brought onto the podcast as we always start. So Dr. Ainsley Bone, welcome to Let's Vet Together. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you brought with you today? Thank you, Courtney. And thank you so much for having me and for this opportunity and everybody listening. Um, I could not be more excited to join and talk about purpose and just meet all of you as we go forward into the future as well. Um, I am, let's see, how would I describe myself? I'm a mother. I am a wife. I am a veterinarian. I am passionate, creative, and uh, love, love, love people. And I also love oranges. So I brought with me, I live in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida in the Northeast. Uh, if you're not familiar, about an hour South of Georgia, and um, we live about a mile from the beach and we grow oranges in our backyard. And many of you have probably seen Florida oranges in the grocery store. So I thought an orange was a very appropriate um, little snack to bring and share with the audience. You know, um, your, uh, our time together, Ainsley and your personality, like there's no surprise that you brought an orange. You are, um, you bring light and brightness to the room. When you enter it, you bring so much of that to the profession, um, in this really like perfectly little, like contained fruit of knowledge and passion and experience. And that's really what I want to talk about today. So I love that you brought the orange because, I feel like it's uh, you know, you're you're a piece of 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 fantastic fruit within this profession and you have so much to share. So um Ainsley is actually the director of veterinary college engagement on our Suvato team, a recent addition to our team. Um, but I will say that in in the time that Ainsley and I have spent getting to know each other, it's been very, very clear that your work and your place as a mother, as a wife, as a veterinarian, as a member of the Suvato team, um, and in your past experience has been very, very driven by purpose and purpose-driven work. Um, and I really relate to that. I think that um, anytime we can uh, keep our why, as some, you know, folks like to call it, um, or, you know, uh, 
really the the reason by which we show up every day. Um, and that can be different for everyone, but where we can keep that at the center of what we do, no matter how mundane that is, um, is really a powerful force. Uh, it brings a great energy to what we do. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about how you've kept purpose um, at the center of your professional career. So um, to kind of get started early on in your career, did you even think about purpose-driven work? I know a lot of veterinarians do, or maybe you did and didn't realize what it was, but I'd love to hear from you just, you know, if you could go back to like baby Ainsley veterinarian, like <laughs> was purpose yeah. at the center of what you did? Absolutely. And it's such a great question because I think, um, you know, our, our entire profession, veterinarians, technicians, our receptionists, our whole guide dog team, I mean, I feel like everybody that I meet within the profession who chose this lives and thrives on purpose, but whether or not we went through the motions to get here or whether or not it was active, uh, as I reflect back on my own journey, you know, I think that a lot of it was going through the motions at the start, especially vet school. I was fortunate to undergrad at uh, University of Florida and I almost became an architect and um, I almost backed out. Easily fun fact. I didn't know. Right. That. Fun fact. Yeah. And my uh, my counselor said, no, I think you should apply. And the reality is I was just I was just afraid. Right. So many of us are afraid sometimes to lean in. It takes courage to lean into your purpose. And um, and so went for it and ended up out at Washington State University after a dream about a cougar, a whole other story. And um, and found truly that my first weekend, uh, those of you who know Rick DeBose, uh, who speaks a lot on leadership and courage and authenticity, he asked our class the first day, he said, how many of you guys went into veterinary medicine because you like animals more than people? You know, the whole, like most of the class like raised their hand. And then he said, well, how many of you have ever seen a dog or cat pay their bill? And we were like, oh, that's a really good point. It's like, it's a people business. So I started thinking about it. I think around that time when I was already in vet school and I realized I'm, I'm here and I get to make a difference in people's lives because I truly and fundamentally believe that pets make people better humans. So in many ways, it's, it's how I give back to the world by being a veterinarian and part of the profession. That's pretty early on in your career, but that you were able to at least have that moment to say, hey, it's not about, you know, your purpose was not about their, of course, to take care and provide amazing care for animals, but it was about the impact that they made on people's lives, which, um, you know, in vet school, that's that's pretty early to, to acknowledge that. So kudos to you. Um, when did you start to actually see that in motion? Like, when did you actually start to feel that purpose align with like the output of what you were putting in? Cause that's a pretty powerful moment too. Like you prepare for it, prepare for it. But when did you actually see the, the fruits? Oh, do you like that? Of, of your Ooh. purposeful, yes. <laughs> Labor. You know, I think it's the client interactions. And when you're in vet school, right, you get asked a million questions because the second that you're in vet school or you work in a clinic or, you know, wherever you are within the profession, you're automatically an expert, right? And so everybody asks you questions. And I was fortunate to have the opportunity to be a Purina student representative. Um, and this was the time where there was a lot of misinformation floating around around nutrition and pet owners were seeing their pets more like family. And so whether I was on like the airplane home and had, you know, a, a veterinary, you know, logoed shirt on, or whether I was meeting with friends and family, everybody had questions. And so when I started to be able to aggregate my knowledge and, and build the confidence to share back with them, 
what I knew to be true from an evidence-based standpoint. And I could see the light bulb go off and I could see them look at their pet in a different way and feel like good owners and feel like they were closer with their pets. Um, that to me was where the purpose started coming to life. And then that that became the fuel, right? And, and I think that's why I'm so passionate about client communication uh, and around the human animal bond connection. Yeah, it's it's where you you can see your your work really coming to life. Who um who modeled that for you, Ainsley? Like, was there someone in your professional life that you could look to to say, wow, like that that is how I want to co- keep coming back to that north star, keep coming back to my purpose, remind myself of it daily because we can all get caught up in like the day to day of of work and output and stresses, but you know, when you can kind of center yourself to your purpose, it, it's really powerful. Did you have anyone that, that really modeled that for you? You know, Courtney, another, it's another great question. And gosh, I, if I could name like 12 names, honestly, and I, and I think, again, that's the beauty of our profession is you look around and so many are of us are, we're all living this purpose, this shared love of animals and the shared love to communicate with clients I will tell you in, in my internship, uh, so after I graduated from vet school, and um, I actually chose my internship of Coral Springs Animal Hospital because a doctor by the name of Caleb Frankel, who was an emergency doctor there, really modeled uh, empathy for clients. And that, to me, was really powerful. That's where I learned to finesse it mm-hmm. uh, and really uh, connect with a wide variety. In South Florida, you, you just... It, it was beautiful because it was a general practice all the way up to, you know, 20 plus doctor specialty practice. But we, we had such a wide variety of clients walk through the door and to learn how to shift your communication skills to live that purpose. Um, he, and then a number of other gosh, professors and the people that I worked with at Purina um, also just helped me to continue to evolve that and live that. Yeah. It's important to surround yourself with people that, that also have that, uh, that drive to, to, to really lean into their, to their professional purpose. Um, and to reevaluate if you're not surrounded by those folks, you know, what, what is it that, that you're doing that can help fill, you know, your, your needs. Veterinary students, are you ready to take ownership of your future? If so, kickstart your career as a doctor with Harbor Go. Go or graduation to ownership is an all new veterinary business fellowship designed to fast track your growth as a doctor and as a practice leader. Master your clinical skills and learn the intricacies of practice ownership in a two-year experiential learning journey unlike any other. So whether you do it now or after you listen to this podcast, visit harbor.vet backslash go and get going toward the veterinary career of your dreams. What um has your purpose, have you ever questioned it? Like, it, is it different at this point in my life? Should I, is it shifting for me? Is it still about animals making, you know, humans lives more fulfilled? Like, did you ever think maybe my purpose is shifting a little bit? Just curious. So a hundred percent. So yes, absolutely. And it wasn't until recently where I really did an even deeper dive into purpose and what it meant to me, because as it started to evolve and shift, uh, I started getting, cause it was, it's wrapped up in identity, right? It's part of your identity. And so as that evolves and shifts, 
you can sometimes feel like, wait a minute, what, what am I losing? Right. And the brain's wired to, to keep you back. But what I found is that the, the fundamental reason for my purpose of helping people live better lives through their pets has never shifted. But the way that in which I contribute to the world to affect that change and make that happen and, and drive that impact has changed over time. Uh, so when I was a, a about a year out of my internship, my old college manager from Purina called me back and said, hey, we have an opening. There hasn't been an opening in seven years uh, on the team, but we have one. Are you interested? And I was like, oh my gosh, I just got out. I love what I do, but I also loved teaching veterinarians about nutrition because again, it was such a gap in our knowledge in school and something that clients cared about and where you could really make a difference. And so because I was able to still continue to do relief work and still practice, it was an easy choice to take that journey. And that's how I shifted into industry. Um, and there it was about uh, mentoring students and partnering with colleges and teaching veterinarians and technicians and receptionists in practice how to bond over nutrition um, and enrich the lives of pets in that way. Um, and then it's it's continued to shift. Like now I'm so excited to be here with Civetto and I believe so strongly in the pillars um, of, of growth, ownership, and well-being that to be able to share the journey with the guide dog team and all at Civetto who believe in that journey, like together we just can do so much more. But it's really all still tied back into that belief sure, that the same purpose. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's important because sometimes you can feel you know, like you're, you're not, you're not kind of serving your purpose, or maybe you need a change in your life, but that doesn't mean your purpose has to change. It just means how you impact that or how that, you know, kind of, um, is allowed to, to really show up in other people's lives, maybe just a different outlet for the same purpose. And, um, but to do self-work to to constantly be assessing that and to being true to yourself of like, does this serve my purpose? Is this filling my bucket? Is this, um, is this, you know, something that allows me to show up in a really positive way for other people is, is important. And you did that even at that assessment of like, I just got done with my internship, but there's an opportunity here for me to even like have a broader impact. So I think that's really important. And this is a total side note, fun fact that, um, that some of the um, client feedback data that we've been seeing in our Subato Veterinary Health Hospitals, nutrition is listed as the most valuable thing that um, veterinarians are sharing with pet owners. And I think that's so, so important for us to acknowledge that it may seem like kind of low-hanging fruit and easy and you talk about good nutrition, but it really impacts clients and their how they show up for their pets and how they feel like they're able to properly care and feed. And you know, we all we all want to love through food that um that that really you know resonates with clients. So um our data proves exactly your point, just so you know. Uh, That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a trust builder, right? And right. every pet owner, fundamentally, they they want to hear and know that they're doing a good job, right? They love their pets. So they want to feel like, like good owners, like good parents to their pets. And so providing for them. Uh, but it, so this reminds me, do we have time for a quick story? I, I remember being in practice uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, 
uh, and uh, on a relief shift and over lunch, it was really quiet. I was doing some notes in the back and um, it was just finishing up with, uh, with some paperwork and a mom and her daughter came in with no pet. And they asked my receptionist, they said, hey, is the doctor here? Because we saw a commercial and my daughter really wants to change change foods. And I just let her know that I think we should speak to the experts first um, before we change foods. And I was like, oh my gosh, did you walk into the right practice? I am so excited. So I remember sitting there with my legs crossed on the floor with this seven-year-old girl and sharing with her um, the Wasava guidelines for how to evaluate pet food. And there's a list of like 10 questions. And I encourage her and her mom together to call the pet food companies and ask these questions, right? So that they could evaluate for themselves uh, whether or not they should change. And what was amazing was they called me back the next day. They also sent me a $25 gift card uh, to, to Starbucks, which was like the only, I think, gift card that I've gotten that wasn't related uh, from a client that wasn't related to like a pet being in the ICU or euthanized, right? Um, but they were so grateful and they decided to stay on the food they were on, which was a good evidence-based supported food. And, um, and then they came back three months later because their puppy was vomiting, had vomiting and diarrhea. And it had been about a day and a half. And they uh, said yes to the entire full workup. No questions asked, right? right. Because that trust had already been built from that 15 minutes that was spent. So anyway, that's, yep. Yeah, that's an example of living I purpose. I, I, and I, having I that. And, and you, you enrich their lives through their pets, um, with education, with great client communication, with, uh, you know, how you show up and acknowledge who, you know, that seven-year-old is a valuable customer just as much as the parent is. And, um, and now you get to do that at mass, uh, with our, uh, you know, college engagement program, which you've done for years, uh, at Purina as well. So, um, it's really exciting. Um, curious, your professional purpose is it also, your personal and how does that show up every day for you? Like, is that, is that similar? Are they at odds with each other? Do they support each other? Like it's, you know, professionally and, and personally, should our purpose always be the same? Right. So, and it's a check-in. I think it's a regular check-in for ourselves too, because we are so purpose-driven and it's so wired into our identity. Um, And I say we as anybody within the vet profession who shares this same belief and, um, And I think checking in on that regularly is good. I recently heard a new definition of purpose that I really loved, um, which helps me every day. And that is that purpose, the definition of purpose means to get your own needs met so that you can help others get their needs met. Mm -hmm. I had always heard, put yourself first and, you know, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. And I just wasn't very good at it. I'm very much the person that will put all my needs aside in order to help others. And what I learned through that process is there's a wall that you hit sometimes, right? So checking in on that is important. And so by this definition, uh, I can look at my personal life and make sure that I'm getting my own needs met for health, for leisure, for autonomy, um, so that then I can lean really heavy into purpose I would say as a new mom, you know, I do, I do find a lot of value in raising my son. My parents are aging, looking after them, but so much of that's still tied into veterinary medicine because 
we have pets in our own life and they do. Um, we have, my dad is uh, on the list for a therapy dog right now. So we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important for us to remember to get our own needs met. And I'll, I'll circle that back to the fruit, Courtney, because, um, you know, I think about what's the purpose of an orange. Why does it exist? Right. It brings nutrients. It brings us joy. Um, it, can help us essential vitamins. I mean, essential vitamins, exactly. Hydration on the soccer fields Um, and the orange tree. We have to fertilize it for nine months out of the year in the backyard. There are certain types of oranges that grow better in some environments versus others. But the important thing is that it gets food, water, and sunshine. And uh, my best friend, my roommate from vet school would always tell me we are just like plants uh, only with more complicated emotions. So make sure everybody listening, make sure you get your food, water, and even if it's 10 minutes of sunshine, get it where you can uh, so that you can live your purpose and your best life. That's so perfect, especially perfect this month in mental health awareness month of it. Sometimes it's, um, we have to break it down for ourselves of us needing food, water, and sunshine in order to care for ourselves that we can show up for others and live our purpose. So thank you so much, Ainsley. This was so fun. Uh, we will do this a lot. I am sure uh, everyone listening to Let's Vet Together will hear from Dr. Ainsley Bone frequently. We're 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 into our deep conversations, Ainsley and I. So uh, thank you for joining us today. Everyone go grab an orange and uh, get outside for some sunshine. That's really important. And I appreciate you coming on today, Ainsley. Uh, thank you, Courtney. I am so incredibly excited to be a part of this wonderful Civetto community. Um, I, I couldn't think of a better way to live my purpose out uh, on this new chapter ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone take care.